What did I do with my hands, me, yesterday? What did I do with my hands? Boofing and booting. We are boofing and booting. Boofing and booting. Boof squad. This is our boof squad. This is technically the way it is. Yeah. I bet you don't have red hair. Yeah. I feel like we have to explain this. I feel like we're gonna laugh the whole time. That's the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're back. We are back. <laughs> it's been way too long. I took a long time off. Um, honestly, for a few reasons. One, I was just all over the place. Holidays are stressful. Uh, producer sure. Caleb travels all over the time as mm-hmm. well. I was traveling. He was traveling. Um, and honestly, I just really didn't feel like it. I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot going on and I've been excited to come back though. So we are here and I decided to just make it special. I was going to try to come back like a week early with a solo episode and, but let's be honest, what better way to come back than with me? It's true. So if you're just (laughs) listening, that is our guest, the very (laughs) humble Karagos. Me y'all. It's you. So I like to pretend that like everybody pays attention to me, but they actually don't. So if you have not heard of Karagos, I'm going to let her introduce herself, but if you are a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, it is my co-host from the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. So some Love of you, it. I do know, listen to this by proxy and mm-hmm, have found me sure. through that. Yeah. Um, some of you are obviously people from my personal life and you know Kara, but mm-hmm. I do have uh, some listeners that just came organically, which is really dope. But for them, why don't you give the honor of your presence? This feels so weird because I'm used to giving like my very professional introduction, which I guess I can like mix that in a little yeah. bit with who am I? Where did I come from in your life? Right? Where do you live? Where do I live? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's start with where I live because everybody loves to roast me about being from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm actually not from Pittsburgh, but live in Pittsburgh, PA. I'm a registered dietitian, online health and fitness coach, certified personal trainer, Kylie's BFF. Me and Kylie really got to know each other from being on the same health and fitness team way back in, what was it, 2018, Mm -hmm. right? And then we moved to the same business coach, and now we are just besties for life. Yeah, she stuck with me. I am, yeah, I have made that commitment. It's a, it's a lifelong commitment. <laughs> it really <Never> is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really, really excited to be here, and I'm in Austin for the week, so what better way to celebrate than to record an episode of the pod? Yeah, this is fun because um, ideally, Kara and I have a great chemistry for this already because we regular we, we're on like almost ninety episodes of Not Your Quick Fix, Hell which yeah. is crazy. Honestly, um, impressive. Extremely yeah, impressive. It is impressive. <laughs> we like to take a lot of breaks, but you know. yeah. Um, so we are used to podcasting together, but we don't normally do the YouTube thing. So right, we're you and we're long distance. So yeah, if I'm awkward as fuck. <laughs> you know why? Well, that's where like, I love. You're always awkward. <laughs> so. But we typically are just like talking to each other through a Zoom screen. We've done like one or two quick fix episodes in person, Mm -hmm. but we're still not like recording them. We're just like sitting together. So, um, but we've always enjoyed when we've gotten to do that and the Mm -hmm. chemistry of that. And some of those fun episodes that we've done for that have been more of like our banter style ones. Yeah. yeah. So I've been really excited to get to do this one. (laughs) So excited. I love our chemistry. I love one of my favorite compliments that we get is like, even before we started the Not Your Quick Fix podcast, people were like, why don't you do a podcast together? You guys just like, I love listening to y'all talk and it's so much fun so. yeah because we used to do like uh facebook lives and instagram lives yep. and stuff together and people were always like you guys have such a great dynamic like we know. yeah we know we know k-square so, k-square okay mm-hmm. see that was actually my nickname in eighth grade really because my name is kind of as well yeah well, I am we, right. we are k-square we are k-square we're a dynamic duo so dynamic duo it's Love true it. and i honestly if you lived here i would just make you my recurring co-host but 
this yeah. works. I, I Y'all are never going to get me to Austin. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I know. We just have to get to the level of fame and success for this podcast where I can just like frequently fly you here for episodes. Exactly. Because I've talked a lot on this podcast about um, my inspiration leading into this podcast, which is probably a podcast. Mm-hmm. And for we sure. often say you are the AG to my Shan. Yes. Which if you're probably a podcast fan, that's the host of the podcast I love's best friend that is basically also her like recurring co-host that is not actually a co-host and we are truly so similar to these people we are it's like our dynamic is the same yeah yeah so it makes sense that you just come on here and it's just like you belong here love it yeah boof squad boof squad (laughs) (laughs) which again is a reference to them we are not actually talking about boofing I promise so (laughs) I mean whatever your thing is but yeah we have like really no outline today shocker no. um but we did have we Actually, did have that is a shocker because it's me i know but you were coming in my territory baby exactly yeah 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 <laughs> so you're you're in me and producer caleb's world we exactly. just wing it exactly every day <laughs> see love it but we do have a fun story we wanted to share on the podcast. Um, this is actually going against my one weird OCD thing I do have, which is that I've been trying to be like a chronological girly with this podcast just mm, because yeah. it's been easy to organize. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I left off with y'all talking about whiskey in Canada, and there is definitely more to talk about with Canada. But honestly, like he's just kind of irrelevant too. So it's not really like, it's not that exciting when now and then I'm out of it. It was yeah. like, it was a fun time. No shade to him, but but shade, as Shannon would say, no shade, but shade. Yeah. Um, but it was like it was fine it was a fine time but much crazier things unfolded for me starting in the summer yes um and I haven't dived into some of those but amidst all of that Kara and I had a crazy journey and so I don't know if we want to start there if we want to just talk about some other shit or if that's just where we should dive in and see where things go dive in and see where it goes because there's a lot to unpack here (laughs) so yeah is there Mm -hmm. it seemed like a little to me like a little bit a little bit it was a little bit if you know you know it was a little bit so okay um I I guess as a spark notes version I was in the middle of this summer actually like I was involved with someone mm-hmm. um but non-committally not for you know not lack of effort on my part um mm-hmm. but I've referenced a few times the whole like chaotic situation I was kind of in the middle of it still mm-hmm. when I started this podcast um and I kept referring to like that we would eventually get there um that character is lampshade we will get into that I promise. Um, but I've kept like an emotional distance from that, which is why I like the chronological things. Cause I'm just like, not really in a place to want to talk about it yet, but we will, because it is actually, we're talking about that today. Some of the funniest stories I have. Yes. However, um, he had like just, uh, come to visit me, this guy, we were kind of like doing a long distance thing and it was just like, basically spelled out that like, we weren't getting into a relationship. I've mentioned, this is the guy with like the drug issues that I've lightly referenced throughout mm-hmm. the podcast. So it wasn't happening. I was pretty bummed about it. We were still talking, but like barely, I actually remember um so I was coming to visit Kara in Pittsburgh for a week this was in August and I actually remember like I was really freaked out because of some like concerns I had with him and like I hadn't heard from him when I got there to see you yeah um and then I finally did hear from him but again we were still like it was very evident like wasn't going anywhere and we were like we're not in a relationship right so I was like already just in a mood of like moving the fuck on I'm trying trying I failed but I was trying and so uh Kara and I, I'm staying with her in Pittsburgh. And the reason I was there that specific week is because we had gotten Machine Gun Kelly tickets together. Oh, yeah. And I'm actually not going to mention the city that we went to. Okay. Because cool. that will tell who was on tour. We're trying yes. to keep anonymity. 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 What the fuck? Anonymity. Anonymity. We're trying to keep it anonymous. We're trying to keep it anonymous. So I don't want to differentiate like who was on what tour because that will come into play. Yes. But we had to basically buy tickets in another city that was drivable from mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. So 
we were able to do that and see the people we wanted to see. Right. Mm -hmm. So that plays in because, um, I had a long time connection with somebody that was on this tour, um, from another artist they had worked with Mm -hmm. in the past. Um, we met through them, we've met in person before and we were just like friends. Like it wasn't really a big deal. Um, look, we were acquaintances. friends is a, we like didn't talk really at all, but since I met him, but we were like social media friends. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I saw that he was joining, this tour Mm -hmm. and so we were like in contact about it because I had tickets to it and I was kind of telling you like yo we might have like the hookup like I've got like somebody on this tour like blah 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 and if not anything he was just cool and we can like hang out Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything like big deal it's not like I asked for anything yeah right so uh we go on this journey to go to the MGK concert and I was in contact with him that we were going to hang out. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we should just like tell our concert unfolding story Absolutely. in general. I know this is going to be all over the place, but like yeah. the whole day was just in a series of events. The whole day <laughs> was truly a series of events, starting with the Jimmy John's trip. Did anything happen prior to that? I don't think so. We like drove there. We got our hotel. There wasn't really anything sketchy about that. Okay, right. Okay, like okay. we got ready. We made some TikToks. Yes. We made some TikToks. <laughs> we were drinking, taking some shots in the yeah. hotel room. And we're like, okay, so we're a little bit tipsy. Did we stop at that mermaid bar for the shots before or after Jimmy John's? Yes. Yes. It was before. It was, before. It was beforehand. And so then we, we were like, we really need some substance. Like yes, food. <laughs> we needed sustenance because we had not eaten anything. And I'm like, you know what? would slap right now just a sandwich like i want a turkey sandwich. yeah we're like i want something like light but well, no yeah 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 nothing to bog us down too much so we go into this jimmy john's this is right? Kara's favorite memory it is my favorite memory <laughs> truly like so funny you just it was one of those things where you had we to told there. producer caleb like we got a story for you we about jimmy john's <laughs> Okay, so we walk into Jimmy John's, and mind you, like, Kylie and I are kind of in, like, matching outfits. We, we look had, like hosts, like, that big yeah, time. Yeah, like, we had, like, it was, like, the pink and black outfits, and then we had, like, the shirts with, like, the cutout, the midriff line in between and stuff, and obviously, like, Kylie's got huge tits. I don't really got much, so hers were all up and out, you know? They and were. so we're walking in here, and I'm like, okay, I just, like, let's go up to the register, and I'm like... <laughs> First things first, you got to talk about the register, Brad, but I pull up this dude and I'm just like, okay, all I want is a turkey sandwich with cheese on wheat. No lettuce. I just, I know how these sandwich shops work and they just give you way too much fucking lettuce, like pile of lettuce. Okay. So I'm like, I'm really excited about my turkey sandwich, whatever, a little bit tipsy, just want to eat, get my turkey sandwich back. I unwrap it. Literally, this is a fucking lettuce sandwich. I love that we have YouTube this for this man- version. This man literally said, oh, no lettuce, heaved the lettuce right on top of the bread. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? If anyone's been to Jimmy John's, they like honestly do up their lettuce crazy no matter what. Like I liked lettuce on my sandwich and it's like, it's always just like erupting with lettuce. It was a slice of turkey and literally the rest of the 90% of the sandwich was lettuce. And I was like, bitch, are you kidding me? So that was just funny. It was funny in the moment because we were like, tipsy and I was like they just gave me a lettuce sandwich <laughs> but in the midst of this too so while we're ordering it she's making it very clear she doesn't lettuce and I'm trying to order I want like an I want like a six inch Italian or something yeah. right and I say this and I was like a regular sandwich and the guy's like oh we just ran out of our sub bread like the bread and I was like okay um I was like well I guess what are you doing then and he was like he's like well we have the like what was like the kids meal bread which yeah. that's what you had gotten you said yeah, that's fine like it's just like bread. a regular like a, a, I don't even know what it is it's just like a it looks like bread not yeah. subs and he goes, we got one six inch baguette left. It's this one right here. It's like, and it's like sitting on, the, like on the bare counter next to the register. Like it's clearly not supposed to be. It will be known as register bread. Yeah. I said that in our podcast and you like lost your mind. 
we told this story on not your quick fix we did but i literally i'm looking down he looks at it's like literally just like a half open piece of bread like on next to the register yeah and he was like that's all i got left or the kids bread and i was like yeah i'll I'll take the kids bread too that's fine and i was like i mean i wanted i really wanted a sub like i'm like saying this out loud because i'm tipsy but i was like that's fine i'll just i'll deal with whatever you got is what i said obviously i thought that was implying the sandwich like the kids sandwich bread he took whatever you got as this bitch wants the register bread so (laughs) i like didn't know this though we like just go sit down because they'll bring it and so they hand it to us and it's Kara's open face lettuce, lettuce sandwich. sandwich. And I indeed had the register bread. Like I look at it and I'm like, now, didn't that motherfucker just tell me the only baguette left was that one next to the register? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, so that's that's what the sandwich is. Like literally just sitting there out in the open. Like on the bear counter next to where all the dirty money is. Like just and I was like, okay, great. So cool, cool. Honestly, though, after we got through like the register bread and I took off the pile of lettuce, great sandwiches. <laughs> they were, they were funny. Honestly, if I got germs, worse things were to come that day. So yeah, it's for sure. 100%. I wasn't one of them. So, <laughs> so then, okay. So then we finish up our, you know, meal, whatever we get up and out of nowhere. So like this man behind the counter, comes like we're walking past him and he starts shaking his finger i'm so happy we have youtube for this i know shaking his finger at us like he's been mustering up the courage he's been he was like looking at us for most of the time yeah the entire time and he says this directly to kylie he goes you know what i actually like your outfit like his opinion and like he's really just been mustering up the courage to say this the entire time and i'm like well what about mine because we're basically dressed in the exact same yeah, like just in reverse and the other dude is like well you got the eyes though you got the eyes and it was and, just and like, kara thought he said ass got the ass and i'm just like i'm just gonna walk out of here but look down your i was like you you say that about my ass and i was like he said your eyes but what i love is that kara literally this man barely got the statement out when he's like you know what actually i do like your outfit kara immediately goes what about mine that's so offended <laughs> unlike me but <laughs> it was unlike you honestly. but honestly, well you had a little bit of tequila in you I or did. no you took like a lemon drop or yeah. some bullshit yeah. in you I did. I, did tequila. Tequila. I was lemon drop. <laughs> but just the way he like wags his finger like he was just thinking about this the entire time you know what i actually do like your outfit so now me and kylie always say you know what i actually before actually, anything i'm always like actually <laughs> i love it dude. i do it was just a whole series of events in that moment at jimmy john's that just really uh set the stage for the rest of yeah it. and it's one of those things that i hope that that story is as amusing to everyone else it's probably like one of those who had to be there thing but it, it really was really had funny to be, but it really was funny in the moment and it's something that i look back on fondly me too for sure yeah and then the not your quick fix episode we did like a recap of our top three like kara and i see, see each other a decent amount through the year regardless yeah. of being long distance this but... is actually the week that we have seen each other for the past three years this yeah. is like the last week of january is our week and it's also our like five-year facebook friend anniversary it is yeah and this week i realized it's me and caleb's two-year facebook friends which is crazy so i was like yeah. look at all of us this is so cute right? but yeah kara and i realized when i was like holy fuck we're together this week every year for the it's last so three years without it's... like it being intentional no no so weird so yeah we are finishing up a jimmy john's mm-hmm. we get like an uber to go to the venue and everything and we like get set up i had some other friends at the concert we ended yeah. up being like in a place that i knew people and so we like met up with some people um but i'm just like texting you know i believe that we decided we're gonna call this man mp is that what we decided <laughs> yeah yeah we'll learn why um but good old mp and i are uh 
shooting some texts, trying to figure out he's like obviously part of the opening acts situation. Mm-hmm. So um, we're talking about like meeting up after like he's like, I got a friend in town. We can all like go to get some drinks or something. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, cool. So, you know, whatever, something yeah. to do. We watch the show. We're just having a great time. Um, Kara met her coach while we were there. We're all we're pretty tipsy. And she met her like <laughs> functional health coach. Yeah. We're like fucking drunk. <laughs> I'm like I'm tipsy right now. Bye. So that was funny. That was really fun. Um, yes. but yeah, we were just having a great time. Um, honestly, we were pretty lit. I like okay. in the moment didn't think I was that drunk, but I like I... watched our videos back and I was like, we are we were drunk. Also, the other side of this was like I realized how drunk I was like the next morning when we were waking up at 8 a.m. and we had gone to bed at like 4 a.m. Well, you went to bed way later than me, yeah, but we went to bed like 4 a.m. And I just remember specifically like looking over at you in this one moment. And I'm just like, so okay. We also have to tell the drunk face story as well. But like oh, if yeah. y'all know me, like I am obsessed with MGK, like in love with this man. And yes. so I'm like in my feels, singing along to lyrics. I'm looking over at Kylie, she's like swaying along, and I'm just like feeling the alcohol. And I'm like, I love my life. Like it she looks so- at me and it's like the happiest I think I've ever seen you were just like I have I never been this so- happy it was just such a good it was good night and it was such a good concert it was yeah can we address though that like at one point MP came to find me holding hands the- <laughs> I will never forget I looked over in the car I was holding hands with this man and I'm like bitch what is what in the seventh grade shit is this this man comes and like stands with us and him and I are squeezing into like the spot that's for one person because our role is taken our like yes. row is taken so yep. he's like standing really close to us and like MGK it is, was like, playing during like one of the it was, like, he's playing, playing like one country. of like twin flame or something and Kara looks over and this man is just like holding my hand swaying <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like I guess that's where this is going I don't know what's happening Nobody and like he's a good, well, I want to preface by saying good looking fella mm-hmm, for sure nice yeah. guy nice guy nice guy so 100%. we like finish out the concert we have a fucking great time obviously uh so fun so, so incredible and long concert too long concert he yeah. played it like way over his time yeah and so we had a great time but we finished up and we we're like trying to figure out where we're gonna go we found some kind of bar to go to honestly it was kind of hard to find places to go i feel, like we, I feel like we had like a whole thing well meanwhile i was about to pay tons of oh, money yeah. to go and try and find mgk afterward but that just didn't happen so uh yeah 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 we found out there was potentially an after party and kara yeah. was like uh, i was like before we went to hang out with this man too i was like kara we have to like keep our like fangirlness down like i met this guy through like an artist i have a connection with that i've like built uh, that i'm obsessed with but i've built a reputation on being chill with like mm-hmm. this artist does not know that i would literally marry him if he asked even though he's married with a child already um but he thinks we're just like cool and homies i've like mm-hmm. worked for him a lot so I was like, we have to keep that kind of thing because I don't want him to think I'm weird. Also, this man revealed to me, Meanwhile, me this man revealed weird. to me that he was in the running to maybe go on Taylor Swift's tour next year. Do you remember that? Crazy. I and I was like, um, I was like, okay, yeah, I have to keep this relationship like cool. Yeah. And Kara was like, yeah, I got it. I can be cool. Yeah, this yeah, man yeah. drops that he's like, there's an MGK after party. And Kara's like, I'm sorry, what? Where? I'll yeah. go. He's literally like, he's like, I think the tickets are like $800. And Kara's like, cool. I'll pay it. Okay. <laughs> ready (laughs) it did not happen honestly that's what we should have done maybe yeah it was sold out i wish it wasn't because maybe then i would have been not in this experience that i ended up in so you went some you lose some yeah i lost some (laughs) well (laughs) so we go to this bar we're hanging out with them and through the night this man is like kind of talking about how he like doesn't really do relationships and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and we're just like rock star behavior right that's what we're associating with oh, so we're like oh he's like on the road yeah. like he's got kind of this like cool whatever persona to him honestly like he was like given that vibe like yeah. his friend was a very like 
I have a wife vibe. He was super nice. Super yeah. nice, like wholesome family man. Yes. For sure. Um, but you know, MP was like putting out this vibe of just like, yeah, I just like kind of like mm-hmm. don't I'm a rolling stone. I don't settle down. I just like fuck bitches, you know. And, and like I think we even were talking about like sex for a little while. I feel like he like all, we were having this conversation because I remember him being like, I Yeah, I love sex. I just don't do whatever. Yeah, you were mm, wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we were like it was talked about, like I had no concerns. Yeah. And so foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. So he and his friend drive us back to our hotel. Yes. Great. Again. Great. Nice, nice people. Was the almonds? Stop. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait, I gotta tell that first. That's once we're back at the hotel. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I'm always getting out of my I know. So we get we're like getting dropped off because his friend needed to go home and like I don't know why this one rolled the way it did, but basically he was like, we're going to drop you off. And then him and I are like texting. Mm-hmm. Like, so he drops off at the hotel that's and he right, texted me right. and he's like, he's like, Oh, are you guys going to bed? And I was like, I mean, you can come back no, here and hang out. He's like, I got to get dropped off. He's like, I got to drop my friend off. Like, and then I was like, Oh, well, if you want to come back here and hang, you can. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, well, I don't know if I should invite him back here. Cause you're here. And you're like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> I was like, Kara's just riding for me. Yeah. But I was like, eh. I don't really feel like I should come and have sex in the bed next to you. Cause that's obviously what we're trying to set up here. <laughs> and you were like, I was true. probably going to pass out hard. Yeah. But at this point, like we're getting dropped off and it's like two 30. Yeah. Already. It's late. It's late. And so we sit down and at this point we both realized we're starving. All we looked up pizza. We places. wanted pizza. Oh my God. So disappointing. Everything was every, closed. Every single thing was closed. And and all I had this bag of pistachios that shout out my best friend, Katie, Katie had bought actually when we were in austin when she was in austin two yes. weeks like two weeks prior to this yes um her she had bought this snack bag of pistachios and left it here and i literally texted her while karen and i were drunk eating like just chowing off pistachios and i was like katie you're the only reason we have sustenance right now i literally remember laying in bed and being like these pistachios are the best thing i've ever tasted in my life we're just like so i was like honestly this is hilarious to me that we're just like we're fucked up just like shoveling pistachios Needed in our mouth it. but yeah so i'm doing this and i'm like texting this guy and like he is like I'll, I'll just come back and like I can pick you up when go back to my hotel mm-hmm. and at this point I'm like we have made a commitment like by the time he's gonna drop his friend off come back here pick me up at go back to his place at 3 a.m we're obviously talking about sex yeah so at this point I like text him back because I was like you know what I don't need to play coy on this and I was like by the way I'm on my period because <laughs> I was like I feel like I need to yeah. just get that out because I know that, like we're not going yeah. back to just like have tea like so <laughs> like, okay and he writes back and he was just like yeah I don't care that's fine I'll pick you up and I was like okay cool so <laughs> like, I'm like I just need to get that out of the way so he goes back picks me up and we go back to his hotel um curious to now hear your side because all I know here is like what I know from the morning after so yeah <laughs> so I like I'm in the hotel I've honestly life. repressed a lot of it so I I go back and I am like we're, we like get into his bed i'm like you know we're like kind of un- undressed but still like kind of moderate like you know what i mean like yeah. i'm like i still have a shirt on like yeah. we're doing all these things and we're like crawl in the bed um and i already on the way there just started having like a weird vibe about things mm-hmm. um, for reasons not i good. won't discuss like <laughs> I, I was just like it's just yeah there's not feeling it something was off and so just something was off oh. and so I we're like laying there and he just like wants to keep talking and like making conversation and like I'm not trying to be an asshole but I'm like it's for something in the morning I've already realized I'm kind of in a situation I don't need to be in and once again I want to remind all our female listeners if you ever feel this way you do have in your right at any point to change your mind you absolutely do you do yes me personally I don't so I was just like I've committed 
I've committed to the bit. I'm here for like, yeah. I'm here. I also like, as my stories will share lately, wasn't getting laid a lot over the last few months leading yeah. up to this. Yep, yep. Uh, Cause the man I was talking to was one long distance and two had a drug problem. So his dick didn't quite work. Mm-hmm. So I was, okay. I was out yearning. I was ready for it. <laughs> I was yearning for a dick and down, you know? Yep. Um, I continued <laughs> to yearn because we ended up in this situation where he just talked, 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 talking. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. So then like, finally, I think I just like started making out with him. So I was like, please, you be, did. please I be quiet. Yeah. That. So I think I just started kissing the guy and I was yeah. just like, okay, we got to get here somewhere. I'm like, my eyes are like, I like also had started hitting my pen They're trying to chill myself out. Yeah. And I also started getting sad about lampshade. Oof. I remember I told you that. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I started thinking about it. And cause I was, I was clearly not over it. I literally three days before this was like fucking texting. I was texting yep. him at the concert actually. Yeah, I remember we that. Yeah. And so I was just like, I like really don't want to be here. And then I was doing the whole thing where I'm just like trying to distract myself from what I was actually dealing with the whole thing. And so I started making out with him. And I remember being like, this man like starts, you know, some foreplay things, obviously he's not going down on me and stuff in my period. Um, well, you know, some, some, I was about to say, um, I've recently learned that is not always an issue, <laughs> but like in, in the moment I was like, I understand what was happening. Right. So, but I also remember thinking like, yeah, this is gentlemanly, but like he put like a lot of time into like finger play. And I'm like, honestly, not for me. And like, I was just like, it was a long time, like to the point where I was kind of like, okay, I can only be finger banged for so long so before I'm like ready to be done with this. Like, yeah. and I just remember being like, this is like a lot yeah. of foreplay. And like, I was doing nothing, by the way. I didn't, mm-hmm. I literally didn't touch him at all. I was just making out with him. And so I was just like, okay. Um, I started just having these feelings of like, what are we prolonging here? And so I, I will say, I'll give it to him. He did get me off from that. There you go. Which, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm going to give him the props. At least we know that he yeah. prioritizes yeah. female like, pleasure. Yeah, and I think he, he knows what he's been working with. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, a self-aware person. yeah, I would be willing to bet if the opportunity presented itself, probably graded oral. He's probably made that a thing. Mm-hmm. So I ended up in this scenario where then we finally decide, I guess we're going to just like do it. Right. Cause I'm like, all right, at this point I'm like turned on at least because this has been happening. And so I'm like, cool. So we go for it. Um, and, uh, I don't even know how to get this. (laughs) MP stands for micro penis. And I am like, not trying to be a dick. Like, it's not like, oh, this guy was just so small. I think it had to be like the condition. Like, because I, I, I like remember like going to like feel for it and being like, maybe it's just cause it's not hard. Like we've all, most of us have been with a grower, not a shower. Like for those sure. things have happened. Yep. And I was like, oh no, that is it. That's, that's, that's it. What, that's what's there. It's, 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 it's there. Um, and There's I was like, nothing. at this point, once again, ladies we do have i could have been like never mind but in my mind i'm like this one has to have happened to this poor man before that people have just failed that has to have had happened people have had to have said something or had some kind of reaction i'm the empath empath inside me so i know i feel like it seems like i'm a dick now talking about it but in the moment i really did my best because i was just sitting there like all these thoughts are running through my head and i'm like I can't do this, this man. Also, he's been nice. He's cool. Like he's been nothing but respectful to me. Like I'm like, I, I just like cannot in good conscience just be like, actually, you know what? You know what? Actually, I'm actually, a dick. I don't want to do this. <laughs> but in reality, I could have and probably should have. So I just kind of go with it. And I, I literally felt nothing. Like I can't, I, there was, there was a point of this where this man was like coming at me from behind and 
I think he thought he was doing something he wasn't. Like he was hitting a part of my body that wasn't even my vagina. Like, I was just like, this ain't it. Like, oh, and, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, oh, fuck. Um, it, it this was, is the first dick that I've gotten in how many months? And it has to literally, be this? literally. Like the last time I tried to have sex before, this was with a man who I was very invested in. And it like started out okay. And then he just like had issues like staying hard. But like the dick is there. I had it before. I knew it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it had been like a full over a month before that because him and I had been doing this long distance rigmarole, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what did you just say? Frick and Merle. Frick and Merle? Frick and Morty. <laughs> Frick and Morty. <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, I just got like a leg cramp in the middle of this. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> the chaos. You get this girl some electrolytes. <laughs> I do need electrolytes. Um, so, yeah. I'm like in this situation where like, and at this point, I'm just like, I don't know when this is going to be over. Like, I would just like to say, I said this before the podcast, for anyone who's not a new girl fan out there, first of all, what are you doing with your life? Secondly, watch it third there is an episode called micro and it's talking about this and what's hilarious is i literally just watched this like caleb and i actually were talking about this episode right before because the first text i sent to that motherfucker the next day is i said remember how we were just talking about the micro penis episode he was like yeah i was like well i got a story for you and i'll never forget caleb just responded i was like oh no like with that lead in so i am like just thinking about the fact that in that episode she meets this guy who's like crazy hot like and he like sits down and like they're hitting it off she asks like you know not he asked for her number or something i forget but then he's like i should probably warn you i have a micro penis and i know that that's like dramatic and it's tv but also like fair because fair. she did still give the chance to be like you know what maybe i don't want to be superficial and yeah. you know what i don't even think it's superficial i have needs and that was not me no i can't help it yeah and i do feel bad for the man i do yeah. because nice guy and i just, honestly though that's probably why he's nice it's probably why he got into music but i'm not gonna lie like the whole saga of the morning after that's like, what i'm saying i was gonna let you take it now because i basically i ended up having to sleep there but at this point it's like four and five in the morning so I barely even remember what it was but i just remember you like stumbling into the room at like seven. i looked like i looked yard 7 a.m and you were like what just because you were you literally in the dark i remember you i opened the door and you were like how was it and i just was silent she was like Kara, i don't even i don't what just it didn't even happen like it didn't even go in what was that like just i think so... i said to you i think i laid down in your bed and i was you like did. i was like whatever just happened to me is not sex, not sex. <laughs> exactly what it was and you were like what turn the light on like what is going on so jarred though so jarred i looked traumatized i'm very disappointed for sure for sure yeah and i was hungover as fuck i'd slept like two hours yeah yeah no i had gotten only like three hours of sleep three four hours i think so yeah that morning after was just like i wish i could remember like exactly what you were saying in bed because i like peed myself at one point from laughing so literally much. you said the version of me you liked the most when i did that like weird meme party of like what who everyone would be as me you were like was, you hung over after mgk because it was so fucking funny and just like hearing the recount of everything that happened it was unreal it was a lot yeah and, and then so, like it was he we, we like went to breakfast after this and stuff and like he yes. had texted me and was like i had so much fun last night and i was and like you were like oh yeah 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 i was like this was a different experience for you than it was for me yeah. but you were like you were honestly the one that i think you were like kylie you're probably one of the first people that like even let it go that honestly, so he probably truly. loves you now. yes truly truly yeah so yeah that was it was a fun time truly 
It was, you for know, me, I okay. Mean, for me. Here's the thing. It had the potential. It still turned into a story. That's for sure. But it had the potential to be like an epic story. Like, oh my God, I'm going to go home and like fuck this rock star on this like major tour. Like I thought this was going to be like a big bragging rights story. And instead it's one that I've like had to be like, just i shudder as i tell it a little bit um and like have like guilt around as because i just like feel terrible for even like feeling the way i do but i'm just like listen i don't know i don't know what the solution is i don't (laughs) it it truly happens like we caleb just looks appalled (laughs) caleb's appalled so i mean we've been there i've been there i've had a micropenis story only oh the, yeah only the difference is is that nothing happened with it uh, uh we've all been there you know and it just i don't happens. think we've all been there okay maybe we, maybe we haven't all but it does <laughs> be in some way shape or form but yeah caleb's not this uh, it does shape you it does shape you although like i'm really happy that i didn't go as far as what yours did so <laughs> i was very much so like if i didn't want to do shit i wasn't doing shit and yeah that's fair yeah I definitely was so, in a place of sad depression. Yeah, yeah. I like rolled over and cried about lampshade mm-hmm. in this man's bed also. Right. So. right. Yeah. So yeah, nothing. Caleb's nothing like rethinking his whole life, feeling blessed over there. He's feeling blessed. He is feeling blessed. I really got good. Yeah. But you know what? Like now it's just, it's something that you look back on not so fondly, but now we're in a great place today, getting the best dick ever and it's wonderful. Hell yeah. Or I mean, some of us are. Some of us are. I'm not doing okay lately. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So love that. So that's just a great story within our friendship. One of my favorites. It is actually. I feel closer now that I know we have a. Sh- we've both experienced a micro penis yeah, in some 100%. degree. That feels like a bonding. I love that experience. Love that. Part. It is funny that you're talking about um, getting uh, you know this great dick now because yes. we actually were. Kara is in a loving, stable relationship. I am in a loving four years next month. What's that like? wild (laughs) wild but okay so here's the funniest thing and this is what kylie and i were talking about prior to this is that like literally who i was prior to this relationship and everything yes i'm gonna second way into is that he's like not what you expected no like complete opposite of anything that i ever expected myself or like any man to like to be with honestly and it's so funny because i have so many similar um traumas and like relationship dynamics as Kylie has alluded to on the podcast prior to meeting Kylie. Yeah, it was just like earlier for you. Yes. And now it's like looking back at those things, it's just like you feel so far removed from it. But you know, I'm right there with you and like the parallel of just like going through all of the narcissism and the toxic relationships mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. And now having this, it's like it's amazing it really is yeah i mean we've talked about how um when i in the very first episode a full episode of unhinged we did the um i i called goodwill the antichrist mm-hmm. and we have the joke that like your well, person so you also call I him the antichrist yeah, yeah i call him the antichrist as well like literally devil reincarnated yeah. yeah like i was in a very very toxic like two to three year spiral honestly because yeah. we started we pretty much started we weren't even dating. We were never dating. We were never in a- Bro, in the a man in college place. that traumatized me for three years was never my boyfriend either. No, no, because <laughs> God forbid we ever put a right. label on it, right? Because he wanted me there, but he wouldn't commit yeah. to, to anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it started senior year of high school and then basically moved into- um, I went to college. He ended up going to the same college and things just like spiraled from there and like finally put it into his sophomore year of college. But yeah, it was a really- 
really, really dark and bad time in my life. And honestly, looking back now, like every single relationship I had after that was, we were just talking about this before. It's like, I was the avoidant person Mm -hmm. where it was like, I'm too independent. I don't want to go through this anymore. Like I don't need a man. And I was really that person who would not let anyone in. And it's really funny because Kevin and I joke about this all the time. It's like, he asked me on seven dates before I said yes. Yeah. (laughs) And like, he did not give up on me. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Shout out to him because like the, the one I always joke because I finally, after like the last time I said no to him, like a month later, I finally asked him. Didn't you get jealous? Because You told me this story when I was like, yeah, I never knew this. He swept in and he was like, the only way I'm going to get this girl is if I make her jealous. So one night, because we bartended. we Honestly, bartended- after seven times he's asked you out, good for him. No, yeah. One night we bartended at the, well, I bartended at the bar that he bounced at. Mm-hmm. And what a story. That's how we met. Actually, you, sh- you guys randomly met before that, which is hilarious. Don't you have a picture together? Um- this is divine this is intervention. Actually, this is actually really funny. This is crazy. So yeah, so I was in a sorority in college and my sorority would go to this haunted house um, at our college. And basically we have a picture with the guy who played Jason in the haunted house. And he it was, was like, Kevin. Yes, he wore Jason mask, chased people around and it was Kevin. Had no idea it was him mm-hmm. until years later, I was showing Kevin this picture that popped up in my memories. He's like, Kara. That's me. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. That is crazy. But yeah, so we he bounced at the bar that I bartended at. He's a bit he's like seven years older than me. Seven is a lot of man. He's a lot of man. He's about he's he's got bouncer vibes. He's a big boy. But um where was I going with that anyways? Um, how he made you jealous Uh, for you to finally ask him. Yeah, so the one night after we got off work, um, I remember walking out. He would always walk me out to my car and stuff, but like I have for some reason he had like left before me and he was standing at his car with this girl like talking and I heard him saying something about them hanging out after and I was like this motherfucker so I just went into my car I went home and he knew I was this because we would get off at like 2 a.m like work for like 2 30 3 and he texted me and he's like hey like you good blah blah he knew what he was doing and then from there I asked him out and the rest is history the rest is history <laughs> but I always joke that I was the one who asked him out on our first date but no he's like I asked you seven times yeah <laughs> yeah but yes in a very stable grounded relationship which is something that I need like he is and we are I I, I always find it funny because I'm like we are polar I say we're polar opposites but there are so many things about us that are so alike in like just what we love and who we are as people and like homebodies and stuff like that but I'm way up here and he's way down yeah. here it's and funny like, because it's like each dynamic is a little bit different right like you he's so grounding to you because you feel like you're the one up here but like you feel so grounding to me like it's like there's it's just like you're different right? ways that you operate with different relationships yeah for sure yeah it's just like we've talked a lot about too like the concept of you know having somebody who's always making you feel like those butterflies are making you feel like a little bit like even like anxious when you're like hanging out with them each time and stuff like that. And it's like, there is something to be said about still having those butterflies and still having those feelings of like, Oh yeah, like I'm excited. But it's like, I remember in all of the relationships prior to him, I was constantly like, I was constantly anxious and I was constantly like really feeling Mm -hmm. those butterflies all the time. But it was more so anxiety for me because that person didn't make my nervous system feel good and didn't make me feel comfortable and grounded. Yeah. You know, that's something we've dug into a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and huge. it's, it's definitely something that you've been helpful for me to like remi- remember that too. And like mm-hmm. being able to, cause it, it's also comes down to them bouncing out like, Oh, am I not supposed to have like any level of excitement in order for it to be healthy? And there's like, not right. that either. It's like, there's this weird line. It's, it takes a level of discernment that I know 
Um, I talked to you about with Hannah and Jasmine on that episode's guest podcast as well. Yeah. Um, but it like sounds stupid, but you can just like tell when it's different, even if it's maybe not yeah. the person that's like your person. Like, I'm not saying that, like, oh, you know, when you know, you know thing. I don't really know if that's true or not. I don't know um, if that's true either. I went down a rabbit hole about this, but I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I knew, like, from the first, it's funny because, like, the first time that I, I met, doubts, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I met Kevin, I was like, there's something about this guy. And mm-hmm. then, like, the first time we went on our date, I was like, yeah, definitely, this is, this is something good, but it wasn't like, yeah, this is my forever. I didn't know that yet. So I think that you know when you I think when you first start like spending time with someone you know if like you when you know you know that you want to keep pursuing something right I think you know that like I think For you know sure. pretty well I think that that's spoken to like the first few dates I had with like whiskey when I would talk to you mm-hmm. and be like so like uh, da, 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 and you, you were like this ain't it you've always called it like you've I been know. like you're like you're not into it Listen. and I was like I was like maybe it takes time and you're like it does but like you're not into it no. and so like that's the difference where I think that you do know right off the bat like if you're already like I don't know then it's like I think you know for sure like I want to keep hanging out with this yeah. person or not like, like if <laughs> after the first time you're like I really don't know I feel like personally that's a red flag but it was in your situation you were like I really want to keep liking him but yeah his intuition is never wrong so. yeah that's also something I was going to ask you about because we did talk about this in depth <laughs> actually uh me and my pals were having a smoke circle the other night and we went down this very deep rabbit hole about all these inner relationships um last night literally <laughs> but it all started by us talking about Kara's intuition and then we started like giving examples of it and just getting Getting, like inside all these stories that Kara as the sober person was pulling everyone back out of <laughs> <laughs> me and drugs are not making well but I was basically like referring to the fact that like pretty much any like friendship or relationship that's gone wrong Kara's usually called it and mm-hmm. like also done this for some other friends of ours too so it's not even just her like being tapped into me as well as she is but yeah um I was curious with like the stuff that you went through leading up to Kevin like do you feel like that intuition is something that like developed over time for you or do you think before you just used to ignore it as well do you feel like it was there like with we'll call him AC. (laughs) Yeah. With AC. Um, like I, I knew deep down that this was something that wasn't good for me, but I was 100% ignoring it. Everybody in my life knew about it. Like Mm -hmm. it literally got to the point where my college roommates sat me down and they were like, and my best friends from home. So it wasn't just one group of friends. It was like my closest friends. And it was like intervention. It was like, listen, if you keep seeing this man, like we're gonna have to remove ourselves from your life that happened like, it's so crazy that happened to me yeah in college. because they were like we see what it's doing and like we have tried to help you so many like time and time again and you're just not listening to us and it's literally like destroying you yeah. like there was a point where I felt like I needed to check myself into a psych ward because yeah. I was like I don't know what to do and how to detach myself from this man yeah yeah so I was definitely ignoring that intuition it was there but I was ignoring it okay for yeah. sure I've been I've been there through that too. That's yeah. actually crazy because that parallel of that being while I was in college as well is with I haven't talked about this person on the podcast because it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but that guy from college that I was into the three year thing with one of my best friends that I had lived with for almost five years, like, and we were so close and we're close again. We're friends again now. Shout out to her. I love her. Um, but we like took space from our friendship and it part of it that was part of the catalyst for it. Like she was, you know, living with me and she was just like, look, and you know, I have mixed feelings about this because I do know that like I think you need to have grace for your friends to like make mistakes and like un- like be there for them. You do. But I also understand where it was like, like a three year long thing for me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mine was too. Exactly. And it got to the point too where she was just like, this is changing who you are. Like I was I was a part of something that like 
also was like a character issue Mm -hmm. like in that like i said that's a whole other rabbit hole um but i was involved i was it was something where she was like this is changing like who you are like how you act in the world like she's like you are i was doing some shady shit and like lying to my friends to be with him and stuff and and so yeah in those scenarios like that's valid of them i I don't always love the way it was handled like for me of just being like you know kind of that same thing of like hey we're either it's like him or us kind of thing Mm -hmm. but i also understand where that comes from of just like it'd be different if i was not but it's almost impossible for a situation like that to start not start changing how you do move through your other relationships too yeah no oh my gosh it's so true and it's like I was just so hesitant toward every single man that would come into my life then and I think that was the really big thing with Kevin is that like I knew from the jump that I I almost think that I started to go after then relationships where I knew that like maybe I wasn't going to be a priority because I didn't have to like commit as much. Mm -hmm. And I knew from the jump that Kevin wasn't that kind of guy. He was a longer term relationship kind of dude. And I knew that he was a good guy deep down and truly cared about me. Like he showed me that time and time again, even when before we were dating, you know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. that also scared me Yeah, because he is genuinely the first man to ever treat me the way that I know that I deserve to be treated in my life. And so like, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. that changed so much. It's so. such a, it's such a cool journey to watch too. Cause you have been like a good influence for me to like, kind of sort through those things because, you know, again, I think that there's different experiences where you can just learn the difference of someone who doesn't make you feel that type of anxiety, but can still be like a good thing. And it's like something that right. even if they like, even if you don't know if they're your person, that it's just like, okay, that type of experience exists. That's been like a really new learning experience for me too, that we've just been talking about. And, yeah. you know, so like I, um, I've, I was talking about, I think when we left off that I was like getting myself back into the dating world and I mm-hmm. started going on a couple dates. Um, I evolved, I continued that. I went on more than dates with just the person I was referring to then. Yes. Um, great guy I was talking about then. I didn't really go into any stories. He actually knew about this podcast and we made jokes about it while we went on our dates. And um, he was a really great sport about it, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was always just like, are you getting content for your podcast? And I was like, I'm not, I swear. And to be be factual, that man gave me no content for this podcast. Great guy. We went on three dates. He was a great man. We're actually friends, like genuinely still friends. Love that. Um, we haven't like hung out, but like, we're, we still like respond to each other's Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, Because we just hand, he, he's a fucking mature adult and we handle things like adults. Like it was just like, I wasn't ready. I was transparent with him. And part of that was like, it just wasn't, I wasn't seeing that as my person mm-hmm. and whether that you was his thing knew, or not. That's another again, Yeah. You kind of knew. From I kind of knew, gym, but you know, I, like, I genuinely, that was confusing. Cause I like really enjoyed you hanging enjoyed, out with him. Like more as a friend. Yeah. yeah. And so that's also perspective for me though. And like scenarios I'm in now, but like him and exactly. I had never hooked up either. No. Like we never, like we like kissed on our, like each, like two out of our three days. Mm-hmm. We kissed at the end of it. That's literally it. Yeah. So um, we also like did things very healthily, but the point was like, we like decided to like stop pursuing each other in that way and it ended like fine um but in the midst of that I was like still dating and started going on dates with somebody else or like hanging out with somebody else um that I was interested in and something that's like been really interesting about that is like I still have no idea if that becomes anything or not that person is still in my life right now Mm -hmm. but like to what context I like don't care because it's just it's been such an experience for me of like me to be like actually interested in someone and like excited about someone and like pursuing something that like like he doesn't make me anxious like I get anxious about things for myself like I still have my own anxieties because I am an anxious bitch Mm -hmm. and I still like put myself down thought spirals of things but it's like I don't have this like impending like are they never going to talk to me again or like am I going to look stupid or like am I going to say something and they're going to be like whatever like I just I don't feel that way and that's been part of like my own growth and like healthy communication and like expressing myself and like and I putting my needs out there it's so much different for you this time around than it was in previous 
uh, relationships or situationships with people as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, it feels different for me, like even to just be like pursuing something and feeling that way about it. And I do feel like it speaks to work I've done, but it also speaks to like, just having somebody that's like, not as, as our previous guest, Jasmine said, a walking human tornado as my last few uh, endeavors have been. (laughs) So yeah. And so, like I said, um, he just recently found out about my podcast. I didn't really, uh, I was kind of like hiding it for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But you should not I, do. I know, I know. I, when I was like, I was like, I'm interested. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Uh, but I did decide originally whenever we went on this endeavor, I asked you and I asked Caleb, like how long I should wait. And they said three dates. Technically by the time he found out, it was only like our, okay. It was like our seventh hangout. So I did wait a little while, there you but go. to be fair, the last three were like in one week. Yeah. So it was yeah. like our it was, I can lump it in as like the fifth time. I didn't yeah. wait that long. Um, but I did talk to him about it a little bit. Um, but I had already prefaced with him before that I am interested in stand up. Mm-hmm. And he had asked what my material is about. We talked about this the first time we hung out. And I was like, I mean, I mostly make material about like dating and like sex and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, oh, I'm probably just like creating all kinds of content for you. And like we talked about that. And so then I kind of segued in the podcast and I was like, well, you already talked about it with stand up. And he was like, I feel like a podcast is different. And I was like, yeah, it lives a little more permanently, but oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not talking about you on it as I'm talking about it right now. Right. But I'm going to give him a nickname. I'm not dug into it or Exactly. Yeah, it's just me talking about my scenarios. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't have anything bad to say. So no, um, neither do we. And he hasn't said the golden thing. Honestly, I take it more transparently that as we know, we'll get into that lampshade knew about this podcast. I, t- I mentioned this mm-hmm. when I was on with Jazz, I think. Yes. That literally I told him that I was launching it in a few months and he was like, you won't have anything bad to say about me? Red flag. Red flag. Big red flag. <laughs> like I should have yeah, right. known. He <laughs> said it so confidently. He did. And for some reason, I just should have known that that was a bad thing. All right. but, we all knew for you. Oh, yeah. We all. Uh, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> like, that's a great example of like, I knew, but I also ignored it. Ignored it. Yeah. Um, but to be fair too, that's something that like I'm trying to learn differently as well as like, we've talked about in this too, is like being interested in someone, not meeting the same thing as like, I'm for sure. I want to be in a relationship right. with them because I've typically taken like my feelings and just ran with them. Yeah. And in all of these people I've talked about, once I get into lampshade, when I talked about goodwill, like, I mean, before you even list all the traumatic things, if I just would look at like the way I was feeling mm-hmm. with like lampshade, like, you know, it would be enough for me to know that maybe this I should have looked into more or if I would have like been asking more of the right questions I may have uncovered like the depths of the drug situation or like where he's like really at like, I mean he was open with me mentally and about the drugs thing but I think I was so blinded by like oh here's all these other things he's meeting that I want and I like right. ignore the rest we need our men fully potential fully potential yes that's the say. best way to put it I I fell for like this potential of like who because I've talked about this openly like who who lampshade is as a person I think is still a good person even when I tell the stories about him I don't hate this guy I feel yeah. I feel for him he's got a block a lot of fucking shit going on mm-hmm. and I feel like he had a lot of qualities that I want in a partner. And that's why it was hard for me to let go of. Like, I felt like we had a good connection and there was a lot of things about him that I saw this potential. And I I fell for that potential rather than, and and who he may have been before and who I knew he could be again. And I ignored who who he is right now. Right now. Yes. Which is the most telling sign of all. Yes. Because that's, yeah, Shannon says that. We need our men fully potential. And I've been on that and trying to kind of hone in on that a little bit more. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. It's a journey. It is a journey. You're on it for every step. So exactly. 
every yeah. every freaking step Kara has been to a home i shared with goodwill you know we, i really have been yeah. man you, you were there for a lot of things That's you know wild you you were there in the you were there the entire month him and i were trying to be just friends that i yep. talked about on the podcast oh yep. well that was a joke so insane. um yeah that's i mean you've been there for so many things and so many stories but all through an internet friendship. I know. It's actually crazy. We talk about this a lot too, though, that like you have so many stories that we can have as parallels, but like mm-hmm. I've only been friends with you and you're like my lover girl. <laughs> my so, so I just always feel like I'm in like this hot fucking mess mode. But I have reminded you too. Like I think it was yeah. like a few weeks ago, I was like, I think you forget that like I've been exactly where you yeah. are. It's just, I'm not there now. I'm always just like, it's more embarrassing that I'm 30. <laughs> so- no take your time yeah take it was backwards time. for me though i did like some of this dumb shit at the same time as you but then like i got into my relationship a little sooner and right. was in it for a long time too yeah um and you know it's like i said as as messy as that was even though i knew like at a core level that this probably wasn't right i still had this feeling of like you once you're in a relationship that long you just start to think you're not gonna break up yeah. you know it's just like this is mm-hmm. for life like once it's that yeah. long so yeah, it's a weird thing. It but is. I um I know that you had your fair share of unhinged moments. So I know that was a big part of uh, your growing up as well. Yeah, Kara um, was another breed. College Kara. <laughs> um, so <laughs> as as I said, I I've had said, to think about this. I know. As I said, I've set a precedent for. Um, I still haven't started out this fan submission thing, but that's because again, we've just been kind of chaotic, and I still do want to do this like an yeah, honest submission. Um. I, I want the audience to grow a little bit too, but I actually, first of all, I want to say, I really appreciate the amount of people and people that I don't know who have messaged me and asked when this podcast is coming back. It makes me feel really good that people actually give a fuck. I've got it like in some anonymous Q and A's and like, so like I said, some of the people that message me are not like just my friends and yeah. stuff and people that are just like random people that have found it through like, you know, I have like clients of yours that listen to this because mm-hmm. they found it through not your yeah. quick fix and stuff like that. I and like, it. that's really cool to me. So those of you who like listen enough to have cared that I took a hiatus because part of me too is kind of like taking this break just like nobody gives a fuck like you know but people do listen it, it makes me feel really anything good. I've ever learned is that someone is looking up to you no matter what you know well, I don't know if they should be looking no up matter, to me but well, you know. <laughs> someone someone's looking at you as someone someone they look forward to I would say I appreciate that yeah yeah and I want to you know bring we went actually on this tangent on our not your quick fix podcast about like the the actual like value this type of entertaining like brings oh my god to people and like on a deeper level and like when if your job is to come out here and there's actually in my newest obsession jenny and georgia Mm -hmm. there is a scene that was talking about this too about like the person who it is like their job to like make people laugh and entertain and like get out of like some of the dark places like how that's like a special skill set and um it's really cool to be like back and doing it. I was like, actually weirdly felt like nervous about getting back into this group today. Cause I was just like, I haven't done it in like so long. And I was like, eh. you're a natural, but oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> however, my point being, um, I will eventually get back to wanting people to submit for sure the things they've done that are unhinged in this realm. So today on our walk, I dropped it on Kara, which I normally try to do more in advance is like, Hey, by the way, I'm going to be asking you the most unhinged thing you've done for slash with a man or in relation to, a relationship right so um Kara un- <laughs> unleash your unhinged moments I what have you got? I have one but it's gonna stay in the depths of our friendship so I'm gonna give the second she did tell me I did get it I'm gonna give the second most coming soon on a Patreon <laughs> soon on the Patreon if you want that content please subscribe um I would honestly say so in college there was this like 
this just sounds like so terrible. Like this house, like oh, you've told me about this house. Men. And this house of men. This it's just a red flag. It's a walking red flag, multiple walking red flags. But so there's like five men living in this house, and you know I'm a freshman in college, of course, and these men are seniors, and of course they're like they're loving the freshmen, right? And so I would go and hang out with them every single weekend. Me and my friends would my friends would come up and visit, whatever. And so I was talking to two of them at once, um, and like I was really kind of like talking to the one, but the other one I found really attractive. I was like, yeah, like I kind of want to like hook up with him, do a little something, something. So um, the one night he's like texting me and he's like, oh, you should come over. But his friend, the one that I was really talking to was in the living room and like he was in his bedroom and I'm like, hey, like how the hell am I going to get into your house? Like your friend's in the bedroom, right? Or in the living room. And so I sneak in through his window, you know, we hang out, do whatever. And I jump back out the window to completely avoid all contact. But somehow the man in the living room, the other man found out about this because the next morning I wake up to a tweet that's like, bitches be jumping out windows nowadays to make sure that you don't get caught or something along those lines. Bitches be jumping out windows. It's just like a running joke in my friend group now, like bitches be jumping out windows. (laughs) It's for me. Sorry, I feel like I should just leave that in the podcast. I'm... by Please the way, this it. podcast does not take place in a studio. It's in my house, yeah, even though it on. looks really nice. Um, but the doorbell just rang and literally producer Caleb's like, it's for me. And I'm like, it's probably what's happening. But anyways, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. That's a great story. It's actually really funny because another parallel from college for me is that one of my unhinged moments is that guy from the three years, the traumatic non-relationship. Yeah. I I was not supposed to be with this man either for reasons <laughs> I'll unload at another time. And I had to be a secret. So I literally had like client he had a second floor and they had like one of those like lattice and i literally climbed the lattice it's like some sleepover oh, shit like i climbed, I climbed out the, the lattice in the rain i used to have to park two blocks down so no one knew i was there that's so funny because originally when i first started sleeping with the man he was my neighbor in college yeah. so i could just we shared a parking lot it was easy we just mm-hmm. nobody would know if i left my car never left its spot but eventually we all moved right because yeah. we only yeah i swear to god every year in college i moved every year um yeah to a different house but our apartment but he eventually didn't live there anymore and when he moved to that place that he lived i had to like park a few blocks down so people mm-hmm. didn't know and then I, I literally one night parked two blocks down walked through a fucking rainstorm climbed a lattice into this man's window oh my god that Damn is bitch. the most dicks desperate i've ever been desperate De- what do they say um what's the word that they always say desperado level desperado level 1500 yeah. i think i just wanted to prove to myself that i could like do it i wasn't even really desperate i was just like fuck that. i already they were already like they were all over the place with women i was like they don't give a shit about me so i'm just but apparently he did enough to tweet about it so <laughs> yeah i don't it know is what it is i was desperate for that specific man i yeah i could have i could have gotten it elsewhere but i chose to go through a literally ra- literal rainstorm and climbing scaling a building that is some to be fair it was and to be fair that man was laying it down yeah. <laughs> like, i will give him that i will give him that what can you say yeah there's a reason i was traumatized for three years and it was mostly that so <laughs> i wish i could i wish i could say he had more to offer but he didn't have a lot else going on i'm not gonna lie um i was very emotionally invested but when i look back i'm like why 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 so there's a lot of whys in life there is um but yeah thank you for uh sharing that with us you're so welcome i know i know that there's deeper unhinged there's things deeper that, unhinged but, shit, but that can stay uh 
that can stay off the yeah. internet. That's all right. We're already grateful enough that, you know, I just want to speak to that too. When we're talking about like healthy relationships and stuff that you can come on here and just like freely talk about this kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, that it's like your boyfriend doesn't give a fuck. Oh no. And yeah. that's also amazing. Cause I just think I've been having a lot of conversations lately with people about like misconceptions around relationships and mm-hmm. people feeling like they lose um kind of like their ability to be more like free spirit and things like that and And I just think it's really cool it just speaks to who you are in your past life and your past Mm -hmm. self and it's like I don't you know what I mean like I am such a different person than I was at age 18 like 10 years later you know what I mean and so it's like I don't know it just speaks to being with people who don't judge you based on your past yeah you know or even just like different versions of you like I saw this is gonna be a really random side tangent but I saw I meant to tell you this I saw this and it annoyed me there's this guy that I know uh, from Nashville and we often have varying very different opinions on things Mm -hmm. um but and he's one of those people that puts all his opinions on Facebook and he had this thing about Miley Cyrus's new song and posts this thing about how um he doesn't understand why Miley is making such a big deal about her divorce that was three years ago Mm -hmm. while she's just making a big deal about it now and how long it takes to process okay i I mentioned all this but even just those logistics aside he says that and then he was like plus who's to say she was even that innocent in her relationship and what was really going on and we all saw how she was behaving on tv on live tv just a few years ago like twerking all over men and blah 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 and i was like there's a lot to unpack here but first of all yeah you she could have written that song fresh out of her relationship it takes years to produce and put together an album and you often pick songs from a catalog of things you've already fucking written that's just how music works but outside of that i was like the assumption that like because a woman got cheated on she obviously was also doing sketchy shit or must have been doing it too like there's no way he could have just done it but then to also judge behavior when she's single wild and out first of all an orchestrated production like the mtv music awards as well like that could have been all fucking fabricated because i'm assuming he's referring to like the foam finger robin thick ordeal right and so like that all could have been oh look who's here to join us um that all could have been like fabricated and shit anyways right so but either way judging who she was in like a single time before she was even with him to imply that that's how you'd behave in a relationship it's just like bonkers to me like I think about this podcast now like and that's part of like I'm glad you brought up because I do have like a fear of like when I really like someone talking about this and I know Shannon addressed this on her podcast and mm-hmm. it did give me the courage it's just like the right person for me isn't gonna give a fuck about this because no. this these stories I'm telling none of these are my stories I'm telling while I've been in a committed loving relationship exactly like this is not reflective of who I am this is my journey to get to that relationship yeah. and like if your problem is that I'm comfortable like putting that stuff out there like you're just probably not for me yeah um but I also think like it's it is just really hard for people not to separate that like those can be two different things. Like the mm-hmm. way you behave in one area of your life isn't how you're gonna be everywhere else. And yeah. I, th- I think she's talked about that in the context too of people being like, Oh, well, aren't you afraid of like going to meet like her boyfriend's parents like once she got in a relationship because of like how you are? And she's like, Who I am on this podcast is not how I talk to like grandma and grandpa. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the fact that this is out here, like I understand that there is a risk of like someone I date's family could find this podcast. Like I understand right. that, but like I'm great with families. Like I'm not like a fucking unhinged person to everyone all the time. Like you pick and choose your persona. I was like, this is me, but there's Mm -hmm. also other parts of me. Exactly. And I think that we forget that sometimes or we just like put people in boxes. It's the same way as like, if you are someone who's like put together and like keeps your life in, you know, check and you seem like a stable grounded person that could also be like the biggest crazy hoe, you know, like you don't have any idea. So I agree. All that to say, just stop judging people. Jesus. Stop judging people, man. Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to uh, share today? I don't think so. I just want to say I love you so much. And this has been such a fun episode. Thanks for having me on the pod.
I need to do 80 more of these with you. I know. And I'm so fucking excited for our Taylor Swift rave. Oh my God. We're going to a Taylor Swift rave on Friday. Slayler. 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 (laughs) It's going to be lit. It is. So basically we're going to this party that is a Taylor Swift remixes like edm remixes of taylor swift songs with like lasers disco balls the whole thing and Mm -hmm. it is literally everything i've ever wanted in my life kara's coming we've got two other friends coming for it and i could not be more excited it's gonna be incredible so uh keep up with the stories i mean it'll be long gone by the time this drops but this will be out yeah it'll be like out next week hopefully so i'm trying to return next week um and i'm gonna try to keep them coming for you i've got some other friends coming to town that i would love to do episodes with i actually recently have been telling uh producer caleb i'm gonna have him on because why have we not done that? Why right? have you not like, done that? Caleb geez. has some amazing stories. Oh, Caleb's got Caleb's got a lot to drop. Yes. <laughs> so I I would Caleb. love that. And I need a man on the podcast. Yeah, you do. So okay. um I would love to have that happen. And I'm really excited for that. But those of you who are tuning back in and that waited out this hiatus thank you so much um please do leave me a rating and review and subscribe like all the things whatever fucking channel you're on do the thing that makes it happy so i cannot wait to keep doing this to be back can't wait till you're back on the podcast again and in the meantime you can catch us together on not your quick fix so hell yeah love you love you bye great job team that was awesome that was fun that was fun